Dear Diary, it is Sunday, October 17th, 2021, and it's 9.19pm. I'm exhausted and going to bed early, boys. I'm in bed already, your mother's beside me, and by the way, did you know your mother is a giant nerd? She's reading me Avatar quotes and stuff. Sorry, not quotes, alternate realities. I apologize. Your mother is a bigger nerd than I might have previously... I can't leave my nipple alone, you dork. Previously mentioned. And also, if you guys haven't don't remember, there's a TV show called Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She named both of you after characters on the show. Zan, you're named after Xander. Buffy's He's sidekick. Really not. You really are. Trust me, I remember that conversation. Yeah, Riley, no. you're named after Buffy's ex-boyfriend. Really not. That was a mistake. That but one was an, an accident, but I did, no offense, but try to talk her out of naming you Riley. At one point, I was like Thelonious, which is way too much like felonious, which is way too much like felony, but I was doing it. I was going to call you Theo, hey, and... Um. And when she was not paying attention, I was going to call you Teddy. Awful. That's why I said no. You're my teddy bear. <laughs> anyway. Uh, tired. I had a bath tonight. It was a short bath. Right, honey? Mm, it was for two hours. So short bath. Ask Grumpy. His baths go for like four hours. We have to call Grumpy and Grandma Carol. I miss them. Oh, Riley, Mommy wants to tell you about your reaction to turkeys from Thanksgiving last weekend. Hmm? Turkey story. Oh, you saw a picture of a turkey on my news feed. And you said, you said what's that? I said, that's a turkey. You said turkey. Wait, what are we having for supper? We're having turkey. Turkey? 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 Remember, they can't see what you're doing with your face. It was so funny. <laughs> and you did enjoy the turkey quite a bit, son. Which is good. Grumpy won't eat turkey, actually. He doesn't like it. Nanny will. Nanny eats most things. Grumpy is much pickier eater. I get my eating skills from Grumpy. You boys get it from Nanny. When you have children, if they're a little picky... Remember, hunger is the best sauce. Hunger? Hunger. They'll eat when they're hungry enough. Gigi's Coca-Cola barbecue sauce is pretty good. Not really, actually. I don't like it. Oh, it's the best. Nanny has a sauce. It's, uh, has a neighbor who makes sauce out of uh, Dr. Pepper. She had a bottle she delivered down there, so she's got some Dr. Pepper sauce at her place right now. Oh... Tired. Uh, what did we do today? We woke up. Oh yes, Riley, you woke you woke us up. I convinced you to sleep with us for a little bit longer, which was nice. Then mommy told me that either I get up with you or she turns on the TV for you. So I got up with you because uh, while I know you love watching TV, I personally think that it winds you up way too much. And given the noise I heard in the uh, bedroom from my bathtub, I will agree with myself on this. <coughs> um, so we pretty much hung out f- 
pretty good. We talked, we played, we cleaned up a little bit, and then Zan woke up. And Zan, you marshaled the forces. The house looks much, much better now after you woke up, Zan, and went on a cleaning rampage. It was so awesome. The way you got me and Riley and Drum. I don't know if you cleaned anything up, Zan. I think you just had us do it. <laughs> it's less of a you cleaned and more of a you commanded and we listened. Oy vey. You must have done some because we would have we would have rebelled if you didn't do anything. So fun, fun, fun. Excuse me. I'm tired. Uh, yeah, uh, oatmeal for breakfast. I had a package of apple and a package of raisin, which I love. We sprinkled some raisins and cranberries in there. And you boys each had some maple, and Riley had raisins and cranberries in yours. Zan, you didn't want anything, of course. I forced you to eat it. It was done in like two seconds, and off you went. Uh, what did you guys do today? Zan, I know you took the uh, recycling back, and you did. You helped me with the garbage, as well as clean up, of course. Uh, when Mom had to go out, she had to get me dish soap. I know, you've been hearing me complain about dish soap for a while now, so I have my dish soap, and I'm too tired to do dishes. Um, she got me the dish soap, she went to Gateway, and she's very proud of all the meat she brought back. We need a more vegan lifestyle, and she brings back meat. Just Your mother is a carnivore. She, oh, just chicken and a few steaks. She brought back a burn. Lord, how do I say no to this? Just tell me how to say no to this. <laughs> I'll tell you how to say no to this. No. <laughs> I noticed I didn't get a pie. Nope. See, I bring you back apple cider. Yeah, I noticed I got cider, but no pie. I need my pie, boys. Your father has an addiction to pie. As evidenced by his ample bosoms. Leave my ample bosoms alone. Your mother is a fiend. I don't know what happens when I'm gone, but I have suspicions she starts a harem. In northern Africa, there is a village of all female prostitutes, and I suspect she's going to go there with her credit card and never come back. Mm. Sorry, guys. Uh, let's see here. Trying to think of what else we did. Uh, Riley, I convinced your mother to watch a cartoon with you for a rest time because you needed a rest. He, he said no. We ended up watching Mars again. He, oh, you watched a documentary about Mars instead. He said he would rather just watch Mars again. You must have been tired. You came up for a hug, kiss, and some water after a bit. And then you went back in here and lied down. And I assume you fell asleep because you looked tired when we saw you and you didn't... Completely zonked. Yeah. so adorable. Zan, you're watching a cartoon called The Rise of the Shield Hero on Funimation. I was a bit iffy about it at first because something that happened at the beginning, but we talked about it, we worked out through it, and 
for the most part, it's pretty, pretty tame. There was a bit where one of the characters had a tragic backstory, uh, where she, she and people of her race were discriminated against and hurt. Uh, they, uh, they got through it, and we can talk about that t- t- another time as well. This is good because we can talk about these things. It opens it up in a way that does not connect you directly to the subject, but brings the subject to your mind to think about in a way that connects you to the victim in a way that's not going to hurt you. Ow, I broke my neck. (laughs) Anyway, ow. Um, So then mom got up. I came into bed because I'm not allowed into bed. Actually, Zan, while we were out there, I think I might have fallen asleep for 10 or 15 minutes. Your friend Liam called you. He wanted you to come over to his house. And actually, no, before that, I tried to give you ice cream. And you said, no, your stomach wasn't feeling well. Your friend Liam called you, tried to get you to come over to his house to see his brand new kitten he's gotten. And you said, no, because you had to take care of your dad. The truth of the matter was you're feeling kind of anxious today and you didn't feel up to going out and seeing people. You did take your brother out on his own, though, and Mom came back from uh, Gateway. It's the first time you were allowed to, to take your brother out on your own, and you guys went out. I don't know where you went. I didn't ask. And you beat boxes up from the recycling. <laughs> so that was good of you. And you came back. You're all happy. He's happy. You've had the responsibility for taking care of your brother. Your brother's ecstatic that he got to go with just you. So it's a very good thing, I think. It won't last forever, but today it worked. I was terrified that, Riley, where you were so tired, you were going to throw a fit and I'd have to come out and get you and your brother would be upset and refuse to take you out again. But it went well. That's good. Um, So... Yeah, Liam invited you over the cat. You had too much anxiety. You wanted him to come over here because you're not comfortable going to other people's houses. But mom's not feeling well. I'm not comfortable with people coming over when it's this messy. And there's only so much cleaning I can do. And by the end of the week, I'll have almost everything clean except for this bedroom here. My bedroom. I cannot clean this room. I have superpowers of cleaning, but mom has the opposite superpower. She is my kryptonite. I fall for her every time. Yeah. Anyway, um, why is Superman allergic to a green rock? Why does he look like a person? Why is he a cisgender male human? Anyway, neener, neener, neener. Thoughts to be, leave my breast alone, Sarah. Wait. Hi. What are you? Leave my mouth. My nose. She got my nose. Um. Yeah, I come in here. Zane, you come in with me after watching the Muppets for a bit. You and Mom and Riley all watched Muppets Halloween. How was the Muppets Halloween, anyway? That was adorable. Did they dress the Muppets up in costumes? No, Gonzo had to face his biggest fear. <coughs> what? A nose job? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
No, I can't give it away. What if they tr- decide to rewatch it again? They've watched it once. They'll watch it again. They don't care. I'm curious. What's Gonzo's biggest fear? Chickens? No, being alone. Gonzo was alone many times. No, he was worried that he would be with his friends again. Gonzo and Fozzie were my two favorites growing up. The Swedish chef is also awesome. And Beaker gets blown up. Meep. Was pretty cool. And Ralph playing the piano is good too. Oh, and the old guys in the uh, thing had the best jokes. I mean, Fozzie wasn't even funny really, but the old guys were awesome. You're purring. Cat purr. Don't know if you could hear the cat purr, but cat purr. There, the phone got a cat kiss. Sarah, pet the cat. Um, so then we come in here after a bit. It's 6.30. I decide that it's time to make sure you guys are getting ready for bed because, Riley, you have to go to bed early enough to be awake next week. You were so tired last week. So I get in the tub and remind Mom to get you to bed. What time did Riley get to bed, honey? Last night? Tonight. Tonight. Oh, he was asleep by 8.30. 8.30. His bedtime is at 7. 7.30. He never goes to bed at 7. Uh-huh. So you let him stay up till an extra no, hour. I, did, I put him to bed at 7.30. I just took him off all sleep. Uh, yes, there were tears. There were cry, screaming. There was crying. There was your mother pleading with you to just calm down enough, Riley, that she could go and have a bite to eat. Well, and maybe your brother could lie down with you for a few minutes. I think we need to wean you off somebody lying down with you at night, buddy. But I don't want to because I like doing it myself. I like lying down with you and getting cuddles. So it's more about spoiling me than you. Sorry. I like talking about our day together and stuff. Yeah, because I talk about it here too. But nonetheless, I don't think you're going to remember, but I do. Zan, I used to do it with you as well until they put you in a bed too high for me to climb in. <coughs> okay. Um, fun thing I was reading about this week. Learn about um, solar panels on farms. Apparently, uh, how plants grow is not through the nutrients of the soil, but the carbon in the air. The sun activates the carbon Uh, the plants chlorophyll to absorb the carbon in the air and that's how it produces mass and that's why the output is oxygen it absorbs co2 keeps the c uses that to build mass and it produces o2 and when it gets too much sunlight it's kind of to add this more than it can absorb it sweats out water vapor which then dries it out and why plants can be damaged by too much sun. So they were using solar panels in farms to provide shade and produce electricity at the same time. And when the water vapor came off the plants, it it helped the solar panel because they're no good at cooling themselves and they don't work as well in the heat. But they provided shade for the plants, so the plants didn't get as hot 
the solar panels didn't get as hot. And of the, the two fields they did tests on, the test field with the solar panel survived the hailstorm, where the no solar panel field was decimated. Probably not decimated, probably a bit worse, but that's only because the word decimated means one in every ten get killed. That's what it originally thing was. In a century, a centurion, uh, whatever it was called, where the Romans had 100 soldiers, uh, if, they, if they were putting, punished by decimation, one in every 10 of the 100 soldiers was picked out of line and just dead. Dad's history, global. And I'm listening to Hamilton tonight. I'm enjoying it. The show or the autobiography? The biography. What's the difference between an autobiography and a biography? An autobiography, they wrote it themselves. It's a biography. He's dead. He didn't write it himself. Well, he may have back then. He did a lot of writing. Yes. Like he was running out of time. No, actually. No. No? <laughs> no. I mean, he did a lot of writing. More than most other human beings probably could. Uh, actually, a lot of that it has, comes from facts so far. Somebody read or a lot of Hamilton history in order to write that. Lin-Manuel Miranda. It's pretty awesome. Okay, cool. Apparently the guy's a good historian. Actually, my favorite thing is... Do you remember, Sarah, the uh, part where they're in the Constitutional Convention? Mm-hmm. He ta- talked for six hours. The convention was listless. Yeah. It actually happened. Bright young man. Yo, who the F is this? They all thought he was brilliant, but they didn't know who he was because the New York delegation was brought down to three people because they didn't like Hamilton being in control of New York. And the two people he was put in with hated him. Jeffrey so Madison? They were both Virginians. Not from New York. No, there was actually a, a judge and his apprentice. They were hired by the governor to do it. <laughs> and the governor didn't want the state to become part of the union because he'd lose power. So that part was true. It's very interesting, actually. Hamilton was also one of the heads of the... Uh, local anti-slavery group guilds in New York. And he did not like what he had to sign in order to get the U.S. to be a uh, country because it actually said that black people counted for three black person, for every one white person, counted three black people to make one human being <laughs> or something like that. I can't remember the exact numbers or wording, but it was... He's try. He tried very hard to work towards rights for every human. So the, uh, but he did. I think he did have slaves when October he was younger. Seventeenth. I just saw my first Christmas commercial. Well, you're you're slow this year. So October seventeenth, she saw her first Christmas commercial. You could be listening to this in March when you're older and see one then. All right. Oh, and if you don't remember. You need to take your mother to
to the grocery store in fall when they bring out the eggnog and watch her do her little happy eggnog dance. It's the cutest thing ever. I love it when I get to see it. I didn't get to see it this year. I think, Zan, you did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's fun. Her little Snoopy eggnog happy dance. Anyway, so I think I'll call it now for a night. Because, as I said, I'm tired, and I've talked for pretty much 20 minutes now. And it's kind of warm in here tonight. Love you guys. Good night. Oh, and when they said bright young man, he was in his 30s. He was 33 at the time. But that's because Brent, Ben Franklin, who was America's wise old sage, was in his 80s. And he was there telling them what to do. <coughs> it's actually a really good way to learn the history of the United States of America. Because Hamilton was there for a lot of it. <laughs>